0: Definitzino and Aleph. Sixty yeah, percent down the Amud. The Gemara brings that Rabbah told the ones that would put together the lulav for the Reshkelusa. Kigadlisu <speaking> Ishana. The <Hebrew> be when you prepare the lulav set for the Reshkelusa, leave over a base yad, a place for him to put his hand where there is no Eged, kihechad loitabi chatzitz shouldn't be a chatzitza. If you fill up the entire area where the Resh Glusa holds the lulav with an Eged, what's going to happen is, since we hold that lulav ain't we pass like a Chachamim, that it's not an integral part of the Mitzvah, Melo, when he puts the Eged, and it separates between his hand and the lulav, it's going to be a chatzitsa. The says, Rav argues, Rav says, a Anything that's to beautify the lulav is not going to be a Chatzitza. So even if the Thing that's ma'agid the lulav, the agid is separating between the hand and the lulav. It's not going to be a chatitza, because kolon oisai oisa yaino Now Taisus writes in Dibra Maskel Ki that Rabbah holds it as a because he holds min is yizchaitz, or at least he's mistape if min is chaitz. As Taisus brings a Gemara and chulen that's machna Rabbah doesn't retain the tzad that min is chaitz. Now. These words the text is, and texts are l'cheir pella. The Masha really points out, who's talking about Min b'mine? We're talking about kolon oisei ne'chaytzeits. According to Rava, even if it's to beautify the lulav, it's not chaytet. According to Ravah, kolon oisei ne'chaytzeits. If it's to beautify the lulav, it will not be chaytzeits. Where does Min come in here? Could... The Bach really asks the same Kasha. as he asks, we don't hold? It. Like Rabbi Huda, that lulav tzarach you can be ma'agied the Lula with whatever min you'd like so who's talking about a min v'minai over here it's... the egeni made was with something that's not a according to Rav it's not chaitzis according to Rav it's chaitzis lena'i say is ya yeah, where does min in a come coming over here now really the Marsha says taitzis is really referring to the Gemara Named Beis that talks about another machletis between Rav and Rav where holds it at the leaves of the arovis or the hadasim are between the lulav and the person's hand is going to be chaytitz. According to Rav, mina So according to the is really going on that gemara with base. However, Yisip Pesach Frank and Mekarik Kaidish writes a beautiful beer to explain what taisus means over here. Rabbi Nachman writes over here. Rav Amar ene Anything that's beautified the lulav is not going to be chaytitz. Rabbi Nachman writes adds three words. Min because it's Min B'minoy. When Rechananel is shedding a tremendous amount of light on this inion of colonizing and chaitzahs, according to al Khananul, the reason something that's to beautify the luluv is not chaitzahs is not because stem beautification is not going to be a chaitzah. Rather, it becomes part of the luluv itself. It's Min b'mino. Just like a leave of the luluv is not going to be a It's likewise, something that's to beautify the luluv is considered the Min of the luluv, and therefore it's not going to be a chaitzis. Therefore, Tysis says Rabba holds that Kolon is Yechaytseitz. Why? Because he holds that Rabba's reasoning of min and is not true. He holds Minweminoi is Yechaytseitz. And therefore, even if it's going to be Lin Aysai, it can't be better than Minweminoi. Just like Minweminoi is Aysai, likewise, something that's will also be Chaitz between his hand and the Lulu. So, to answer the Bach's cash, of course, Tysis knew that we're talking about here with an Eged. That's not the min of the love. It doesn't matter. The reason Ravah holds that an agate made out of gold is not chaytzez is because it's considered the min of the love. Whereas Tesis explains that according to Ravah, since min is chaytzez, therefore, a agate that's meant to beautify the love will also be no better than min minoy, which according to Ravah is chaytzez, and therefore, the egged will also be chaytzez between his hand and the love now that's she does a Sataisis. However, the Iran has a totally different approach to understanding our Gemara. The Ran asks a kasha. the Gemara says right afterwards, Omaram, the Limkut Inish Hishana Besuda, the in Lakichotama Olaiko. A person shouldn't hold the Lulav with a Sudar because it's not going to be a Lakichotama. There's a Lakachta, and we darkened has to be and it's not a Lakichotama. Now what does it mean he took the Lulav with a Sudar? Rashi explains he wrapped a suder around his hand and he had the lulav with that suder. Rabbi holds that it's, a t'am. it's not a proper lakicha, it's not a full lakicha, because he had the suder that's being mouth between his hand and the lulav, whereas Rabbi holds that Yadavara yedavarachashma lakicha, if you take something with something else, that's also considered a lakīkha. So Rabbi and Rabbi are arguing whether that's considered a lakīkha or not. The Gemara brings then a raya for Rava that lekricha, if you take something with the use of something else, it's considered l'kicha. The Gemara brings a raya that somebody has to dip the ezoiv into the mechatos. The hole of the cleed that the mechatos was in was too deep. So he's allowed to attach the ezoiv to a needle or something else and extend the reach of the ezoiv and do the trilon on the mechatos like that. So you see that one can do a lekicha through something else. That's considered a lekicha. That's the Gemara. Now the run asks Akasha. Kasha. We understand that Ravah holds one can wrap a sudr around his hand. Because he holds lekicha, yedavarach, sh'mal As the Ran, that all is fine and dandy when we're dealing with the issue of lekicha, yedavarach. But we have another issue at hand as well. We have the issue that it's a chatzitza. Even if it's sh'mal if you take it with a suder, it's still going to be a chatzitza between his hand and the lulav. And since it's not Mimiminoi, it's not Lennon Isai, why would Rav hold? There's no problem with Chatzitza. Even if he does hold the Yedav Recher, Shemar So the Iran answers, a very fundamental Mahalach in the sugya that by Lulav there's no Pasuk that asks By Tefillah there's a Pasuk, ro sorry Mayim, he has to wash himself in the water. It's Masha from the Pasuk that we cannot have a Chatzitza when we toival. However, by Lulav there's no such a thing. The whole chesaron if there is a chatzitza is because it's a chisarin in l'kikhatama. Therefore, if it's l'no aysai, it's not going to be a chaitzah, it's not going to affect the din of l'kikhatama because it's to beautify the lulav. If it's min it also is not going to be a because it doesn't take away from l'kikhatama. Not that there is a din chatzitza by lulav; it's a halach in l'kikhatama. Likewise, if the suder is on his hand, even if it's not L'noi Yisai, and it's not M'Miminoi, since the suder is toffled to his hand, it doesn't have its own chashivus in relationship to the hand, it's bottled to the hand, therefore it's not going to be considered a of lekichatama. And Hilchas chatzitza, if there was a Halocha that a luluv can't have a chatzitza between the hand and the luluv, then of course it would not be a kosher lekichatama. However, there's no such halocha. You don't need to actually touch the luluv as long as it's not a chesorna lekichatama it's going to be fine, and therefore, since the sudr is bottle to the hand, it's going to be a proper lakikhatama. And the run takes this a step further. The run says that Anami, if you wrap the sudr around the Lulov, since it's not say, and it's not minraminai, and it's not tuffle to the hand, in such a case, anachanami, it will be a problem of a chisaran Likewise, if he puts it in a kli, and it's not there, kovit, in such a way, the lakikh is going to be not al as the Gemara says in Daphman at the end of the parak. That's the Ishita of the Ran. Al we see from the Ran that he understands that is not a halacha, the way we explain from Rabbeinu Khananal that means because it's Minoi. So therefore in Hilch Chatzitz, such a thing is not chaizes. According to the Ran, there's no such an issue of Chatitz at all. Rather when the Gemara says it means to say that it's not a Khisaran al since it's Leno we say it's Tafel to the Lulav, and therefore, it's considered a kosher Meisel Lekicha. Now, Tesis, as we explained, holds that Rabbah holds it's a P'sul Chatzitza. It's not a P'sul of Lekicha Tava. Rather, it's a classic P'sul of Chatzitza. According to that, Tesis has to explain why, if he took it by a suda, there's a Rabba hold that it's kosher. Lekicha Adiedav Reach Still, it's going to be Chaitzis. So Tesis Taka Tireach to explain why Rabba holds it's not going to be a problem of Khatso. In a few minutes we'll get to that to explain Taisus' sheet to why it's not a problem of Khatitsu when he was Kairi Chasuder. Before that, Taisus asks Akasha on the whole idea that Ravah holds that Min B'mina is Chites, therefore the leaves of the Arava and Hadas will be Chaitz, and as we explained Bashem Rabbeinu Khananal, that's why an Isaiah is because Rabba holds Min B'mina is Yachit. Thais asked, I'm going to show you a Gemara in B'chairus that says that the reason the Mishnah says that Mephagherus had two chamoirim, as the Petah it's the firstborn of to this mother chamoir, the halacha is that there's kedushas Petah Chamoire, there's kedushas B'chaira, by such a Petah even though when the two animals came out together, when the two baby Chamoirem came out, there was a Chatzitzah between the Bechayr and the walls of the Rechem, and the Gemara explains it's not going to be a problem with Chatzitsa because Mimino is a Chatzitsa. is bothered. Here we see Rabbah holds that is not Over there it says clearly the Gemara understands that Mimino is not Chatzitsa. So Tysus explains that it's different between the Gemara and Bechayr's over here. The Gemara and B'chayr is just talking about the birth of twins, and the birth of twins, that's the normal thing, that part of the animal that's being born, we have a chatzitzah through its twin, through its sibling. That's normal, that's the derech. Therefore, that's not going to be a problem as it's min According to everybody, there won't be chatzitz. Whereas over here, that's not necessarily the derech to have a eged on the lulav, even though it beautifies the lulav, but we can't call that the derech, the innate derech of holding lulav. Therefore, it will be chatzitz, even though it's min so Taisus comes out with the fact that according to Rava, even though we say min b'mino is chaytitz, there are times that min b'mino will not be chaytitz if it's a derech bakakh. Then Taisus goes on further to bring different Gemaras where we find that even according to Rava, there are cases where min is chaytitz. Rava here says min b'mino ain't no shows you a Gemara in Zvachim that if a kain stood on his friend's foot, it's min b'mino. The halacha is. One must stand on the floor of the azara. If a kind was standing on his friend's foot, so it's min b'mino, it still is considered a chatzitza, and even according to Rava, it's an avodah p'sula. I Rava holds min in a chatzitza. So taisus says something that's mamish, not the derech. It's totally not the normal way of doing things. That's going to be a chatzitza, even according to Rava. So it comes out of Taisu's. There are three categories. There's something that's totally the derech, like when twins are born. In such a case, mimimina is not chaytis according to everybody. If something is somewhat the derech, people do it, but it's not entirely the derech to do it. It's not the innate way of doing things. In such a case, m'cholikas rabba and Raba. Rabba holds that mimimina is chaytis according to rabba, mimimina is not chaytis. In a case where it's entirely not the derech to do like that, where people don't normally stand on their friends' feet as they're doing on the In such a case, even Mimaminoi will be Haitz even according to Rava. Tysus then brings in another Gemara in Yuma, where somebody holds a clean inside another clean, and Tysus eventually's maskana is that you can't really compare all the different things. There are different chlukim, different, different swas so we have to say, to break apart comparisons that we find from different Gemaras to answer different questions. All this is Tysus Lashitas that learns that Rabba Holtz, is chaytzaitz, and Rabbi Holtz is not Chaitz. They're arguing in hilches According to the Ranz Mahalach, this sugi has nothing to do with hilches It's a borrowed lashon. It's a lashon mushel. Really, the whole sugi over here is whether it's considered a l'ki or not. According to Rabbi, since it's l'noo it's to beautify the Lulu, it's considered that the eget is bottled to the luluv, and therefore it's not going to be a problem. It's not a halacha in hilches rather it's a halacha in Hilchais chais holds colonizein in chaitzah, it's since it's, it's, it's to beautify the lulav, it's toffle to the lulav, and therefore it's considered l'kichotamah. Likewise, by. Min, by if the chaitzah is something that's the same mean as the lulav, Rabbah says it's going to be a problem of chaitzah, but it doesn't mean chaitzah per se. There's no halach of chaitzah by lulav. Rather, it's g'chassor l'kichotamah. According to Rava, since it's Mimiminoi, it's not going to be considered a chesaron in it's going to be toppled to the lulav, and therefore, there's nothing wrong with Lekichatama that he did. Therefore, t- all of Texas's caches from the Gemara and Bechayris and from the Gemara and Yuma and the Gemara and Zvachim, don't apply to our Gemara. Rabbi and Rava are talking in the Sungi of Lekichatama. It could be Rav really holds Mimiminoi, isn't like we find in Bechayris. You're not Mechadish, this new Sevar, the Texas Mechadish, that's Urchei Bochay, that's the derech for a twin be born like that. Forget that Sefara, the Ran would say. The Ran holds that there's no halacha of Chatzitza over here, since it's blocking the hand from the Lekich of the Luluv. It's going to be Chisar and Lekich And likewise, it could be ravah holds that min is Chaitzitza. And that's why if a coin stands on his friend's foot, it's a Chatzitza, the a Halacha of the I, over here, he says, is not because in the Svar of Lekichatam, it's not going to be a problem. It's the same mean. It doesn't take away from that Maisel Lekichat that he does. But Ravah's halacha over here does not apply to the rest of Shas, where we're talking about Chatzitza. according to the Iran, all of of kashas fall away. At least the kashas from Arasugya. It could be there's a kasha from the Gemara in Bechayris to the Gemara in Svachim. But al from Arasugya, there's no relationship between the halachas of Chatzitza by Lulav and the halachas of Chatzitza and the rest of the Torah, as Ron explains, there is no real halach of Chatzitza by Lulav. It's an, another way of saying that it creates a chessaron of the Kicha Tama. Now, Taizfis has to deal with Ron's Kasha himself. As we asked earlier, why, according to Taisus, if he wrapped a suder, a kerchief around his hand, isn't it going to be a problem of Chatzitza? The Ron said there's no P'sul of Chatzitz by Lulav. Taisus holds there's a psal of Chatzitz by Lulav. How does he explain our Gemara? Even if you he says, still there's a problem with chatzitza. So Taisus answers at first that something that's wrapped around one's hand it's not possible to be considered a chatzitza. If it's wrapped around the lulav or the cheifetz that he's doing the mitzvah with, that can be a chatzitza between the lulav and his hand. Whereas if something's wrapped around his hand, it's not going to be considered a chatzitza. Taisus doesn't explain why, but the reason is because that's going to be bottle to the hand. Therefore, the only question of the Gemara is whether it's considered luchaychay <laughs> deydarach. Tais challenges this mahalach. There's a back and forth, but ultimately Tyson asks the Kasha that this Gemara cannot be talking about that he wrapped his hand around with the Suter. That can't be the case, because if that were to be the case, how does the Gemara bring a raya from ezoiv that he extended the ezoiv by attaching it to a machat or a kush? How does that compare to the case where one? Wraps his hand with a sudur and takes the Lulub in such a fashion. They're not comparable. And to better explain Taisa's kasha, what Taisa means to ask is, if he extended the Azoiv with the Machatar kush, but at least the Azoiv wasn't wrapped around. It maintained its own chashivas. Whereas the hand being wrapped by a sudur does not allow any serious meis lekicha to be considered a meis lekicha. A lekicha with a hand wrapped around the sudur is less Khashiv than if one extended a Azoiv with a chut. Al-Khapalim, that's Tysus' assertion. Therefore, Taisus understands that we cannot learn, the Gemara is talking about that he wrapped his hand with a soder. So Tysus explains how Gemara is talking about a case which is, yes, comparable to the case of Azoiv. What happened is, he took the suder, and he turned it into some sort of a vessel. He made a hole, a base, a place to put the luluv into, to hold the luluv. And he holds it sort of as a handle to carry the luluv inside this Sudr. I says there's no union of chatzitz over here. The entire luluv is out of his hand. It's not blocking between his hand and the luluv. He's not holding the luluv at all. He's holding the suder as a handle that's holding the luluv. And that's exactly comparable to the case of the eizov that he extended by attaching it to a chut. He's not holding the eizov at all. Here, likewise, he's not holding the lulav at all. He's holding the Suda, which is carrying the lulav. That's Lekicha Leidei And just like by Ezoiv, extending the Ezoiv works, even though he's not touching the Ezoiv, it's Lekicha Likewise, by lulav, although he's not actually touching the lulav since, Lekicha Leidei Dover it's considered as if he took the lulav by himself. According to Rabu who holds, that Lekicha Leidei is considered Lekicha. male over here is Lekicha tam. Now, it comes out, there's a mechleikist, according to Tysus, if somebody wrapped something on his hand, or if he put on gloves. According to Tisus, he won't be able to the mitzvah luluv if he took the luluv in such a fashion. It's going to be a problem of chatzitzah, the Gemara that says that if he took the luluv. In the Suda, is talking about that he made this contraption, this holder, so to speak, for the lulav out of the Sudr, but not that he wrapped his hand with it. In such a case, it would be a chitzit according to the Ran. It would be perfectly fine to take a lulav wearing a glove, as the glove is buttled to the hand. Likewise, if he wrapped his hand in a sudr, the Gemara is talking about that he wrapped the lulav in a Sudar, and in such a case, it's going to be a problem of the chesaron of lekicha tam. But mitzal chitzit there's no pesul as we mentioned according to the Ran. Now, there's another major nafkamina in all this. For Minik to wear the Ramah brings from Maril that one should be machmer and remove the tilin from his hand when he's holding the lulav, that it shouldn't be between his hand and the lulav. Likewise, rings, one should take off his hand. There should be nothing between his hand and the lulav. The Ramah writes, that's only the it's a chumrah. But as long as the entire hand is not covered, as long as there's some space that's uncovered, that the tefillin is not blocking between the hand and the lulav, that's fine. It's only a problem with the entire hand that's touching the lulav is covered by something. The taz is very upset with this rama. The taz proves from taisviz, the taisviz, that it's talking about, that it's only it's part of the hand, Nevertheless, the Gemara holds that's enough to be considered a problem of chatzitza. The goyin also is very upset with the Shrema. The goyin understands that according to Taisa the that there's a psul chatzitza by Luluv, even if it's slightly chatzitza, even if most of the hand is touching the Luluv, if there's a bit of chatzitza, that's going to be a problem. Goyin brings raya from Big De Kahuna. If there's even one bit that's chatzitza, that already is going to be considered a chatzitza, as the Gemara says in Zavachim. Therefore, according to the Taz and the goyin, if one is wearing the tefillin, even if it's just somewhat wrapped around the hand, that spot that's blocking between the lulav and the hand is going to be considered a chatzitza. And the Taz goes further with this. The Taz says that that, according to a mayor, they used to wrap a Meshichah or a Chut of zahav, a beautiful way of making an egged. according to rabbi that holds that we don't say kolon oisei nechayitz, according to rabbi that holds that the Eged can be a chatzitzah, he had to hold the lulav under or on top of the point of the egged. The spot where the lulav was tied together with that Chuter Meshicha of Zahav, according to Rabbah, if somebody held the lulav over there, it'll take be a problem, it'll be a Chatzitzah. So, so far we have two Shittahs. We have the shita of the Ran. That's really how the go explained explain the Ramah, the Ramah that says that as long as some part is not covered, it's not going to be a Chatzitzah. The Goin says that only works according to the Ran. that holds there's no Psal of at all. And technically, according to the Ran, even if his entire hand was covered with a glove, it won't be a chatzitzah. The Goin has a hard time understanding the moh. If you hold it, if the entire hand is covered, it's going to be a chatzitzah. Then even if part of the hand is covered, it should also be a chatzitza. And therefore, both the Taz and the Goin hold, even if only a bit of the hand is being blacked, according to Teisus, that there's a pasul of by taking the luluv, it's going to invalidate the lakich of the luluv by having even the slightest bit of a chatzitza. So the two polar shittas that we have so far are the sheeta of the Ruan that there's no psil of at all by Lulov. And if there's something on the hand, even if it covers the entire hand, it's not going to be a problem of chatzitza. According to the Taz and the Goin, even if something is slightly chatzitza, it's only a small bit of the hand that's blocked, that already is going to be enough to invalidate l'kich of the Lulov. The remote which you mentioned, Really is based on the Aguda holds that if the entire hand is being blocked, then it's a chatzitza. If only a bit of the hand is being blocked, then it is not a chatzitza, and that's why rings and films should be moved with the katkhila. But if they're not removed, bidyevid, as long as part of the hand is touching the little it will be kosher. Now, to explain this for of the Ramah, it's rather simple. True, if the entire hand is being blocked, then it's taka chatzitza. As Tysus holds, although there's no pusik that says there can't be a chatzitzah by the lulav, it's a the svara according to Tysus, and that's the way they're most passing that if there's a chatzitzah between the hand and the lulav, it's going to invalidate the lulav. However, if part of the hand is touching the lulav, that will be enough to do the mitzvah of the because the Torah doesn't say somebody has to take the lulav with his entire hand. Technically, if somebody picked up the lulav with his thumb and his forefinger, that will be enough. The Torah doesn't say his whole hand has to touch, by big Kuhunah, by Tzvila in the Mikvah. There the Torah says the entire body has to either be wearing the Begodim, or the entire body has to be in the Mikvah. In such a case, even if part is blocked, even a small bit, that's going to be enough to make it a chatitza. By Lulav, the Torah doesn't say the whole hand has to take the Lulav. The Torah says, one must take a Lulav? If he does it with his pinky, technically that should be enough. In a case where he does it with his entire hand, if part of the hand is blocked, as long as he could take it with that small bit that's uncovered, that is not going to make a the, chatzitsa, and therefore, Bediyevat al he's going to be to the Metzah of So really what's, in essence, happening, the Ramah also holds of the Ran svarah, that there's no pasuk of chatzitza, just the the entire hand is blocked, so that's not a chatzitza, that's not a Lekicha, if something's blocking. However, if part of the hand is touching the lulav, that's going to be enough to be considered a with a hand, and therefore, if somebody doesn't unwrap the tefillin from his hand, as long as part of the hand is touching the lulav, that will be fine. According to what we're saying, and it would have to be that that bit of the hand that's uncovered can actually carry the lulav by itself. If that part couldn't, it could be that the remote would be moida, that such a situation would have to be a chatzitza, and he would not be yaitzei. so far, so good. We think we understand the Ramah. However, the problem is the Mogadaroma asks Sakasha, which we mentioned before that the Taz also asks on the Ramah. And our sugi, it's mavur that even if it's Chaytzeh just a bit, even if the Eged is just on some of the Lulav, if that Eged is blocking between his hand and the Lulav, that's going to be a Chatzitzah. So we see there doesn't have to be an entire blockage between the hand and the lulav. As long as there's somewhat of a blockage, that's enough to make a chatzitza and to invalidate the lulav. So the Maggad of answers it's different whether the chatzitza is on the person's hand or the chatzitza is on the lulav. If the chatzitza is on the person's hand, unless it's entirely covering the hand, it's not going to be a chatzitza. Whereas if it's on the lulav, even if it's slightly blocking between the hand and the lulav, if it is considered a chatzitza, it will invalidate the lulav. And that's why in our sugya, unless we say kolonar and hachaitz, or according to rabba, what he holds aloch maisa the agad is a chatzitza, and apostles of the Lekicha. So now we have a twist in understanding the middle shita, the third sheetah the aguda. We mentioned the shitas around, there's no such as chatzitza by Lula. And even if the entire hand is covered, it's not going to be a chatzitza. We mentioned the shitas ataz and the going, that even... If it's slightly covered, it's going to be a problem with Now we have the Shitas Haaguda, which the Ramah possums like that. And now Smogna explains that there's a difference. If it's on the hand, the Khatitz is laying on the hand in such a case, unless it's covering the entire hand, it's not going to be a Khatitza. If the Khatitza is on the Lulub in such a case, even a bit of a Khatitza is going to be Khaytzait, as we find in our Sugi by Eged. And that refutes our approach to explain the Ramah. We said the Rama holds that the Torah didn't say that a person has to take with his entire hand. So therefore, as long as part of the hand is touching, it's not going to be a chatzitza. But now we see that the Torah didn't say one has to take the entire lulav. Yet, if there's a bit of the lulav that's being chaytitz, that's going to be a problem of chatzitza, even if part of his hand is holding a piece of the lulav which is not blocked and technically could do the mitzvah with that bit of the lulav also. It doesn't matter since part of the hand is being blocked from touching the luluv when something is attached to the luluv, like by the Eged, we say it's a chatzitza and he's not Yaytze, even though technically if the ring finger and the pink are being blocked by the Eged, still it could be Yaytze with what he's touching with the forefinger and the middle finger and the thumb. Nevertheless, we say, since Lemaisi is holding with his entire hand, he's not going to be Yaytze, so if that's the case in the opposite situation where the chatzitza is on the person's hand, what difference does it make if it's Slightly blocking or entirely blocking. Now, the Prima understands Taich and the Mogg Avram to be that when it's on the person's hand, it's bottle hand is that choshav, and unless it's entirely blocking the hand, it's not going to be a chatitza. whereas on the lulav, which is not as choshav, even a bit of a chatitza will invalidate the lakicha, as that bit of chhatitza is not going to be bottle to the yad. Now, let's get back to the Gemara. The Gemara says that L'kicha yedvarach shmo The Gemara brings a Raya from the case of the Ezov that he had to dip into the Mechatos. It couldn't reach, it was too short to get to the Mechatos in the tube. So the Gemara brings a Mishnah that says that if somebody attached it to a string or to a needle and uses that as an extension and thus is able to have the azo reach the Mechatos. That's considered as if he put in the azoy by itself into the Mechatas. It's called lachach So you see, lachicha ido ra'achah So the Gemara says, no, maybe lachicha ido is not shmol I, why is he considered that he did the tefillah in the Mechatas? The Gemara explains because shiny Hossam kibin the chavri kigufi Since he connected it, it's considered as one thing. So the chut or the kush are actually considered part of the azoy. Says the Beis Yaakov in Shuva Simon Kuf base, According to that, and he understands that as Liba the Svarov, of the Chavrik Domi. Since it's attached, it's considered part of it. The same idea will apply to an esrig that the pitham or the ikitz fell off. Also, if you could connect it inside with a machat or with some glue, it's going to be considered as a full esrig. There won't be any chesaron in this esrig because it was connected. It's Kugufi Domi. The whole soul of iketz that fell, or the pittim that fell, is only if you can't put it together, if you can connect it together, and it's not obvious that it's two different things. The Beisachio understands it will be kosher, neker then However, the Shavos Yaakov strongly disagrees with the Beisachio. He writes in Lamud Hay and Cheil that, of course, there's no comparison between the din of Lekichotama, that one has to do the act of taking something in such a case since he connected it, it's considered as one but when we're talking on the etzim cheifetz that we're trying to make something whole the uh, that the esri has to be a whole esrig in such a case we're not going to say that if he connected it through some outside connection that will be considered that the cheifetz is considered shaling and moving on to Ahmed Beis, the Gemara says that a hadas mitzvah also one may not smell a hadas that's used for the lulav. An Esra'ik shal mitzvah bay, of a mitzvah one may, in fact, smell from it and drive the hanorah from smelling it. The Gemara says the difference is by hadas, the only thing a person does with a hadas is to smell it. So therefore, when he was mocked it, Lemitsvasai, he was maxed from smelling it, whereas an estrig, since an estrig's primary use is to be eaten when he was max it, le say, was only maxed from eating. He wasn't maxed it from smelling, and therefore one may smell the estrig that's set aside to do the mitzvah of with. Now, Rashi writes the reason one may not smell the Hadas or eat the Estrig, because we learn the Dalminum from just like by Soko we said in test that Chol Shem Shemayim that one may not be Nene from the Azei because Chol Shem Likewise, Hadas and Ezrig have the same Aloha, one may not be Nene from them, as Chol Shem Shemayim Aleim. however, is very upset with that. From the Gemara, it's Mashma, says the Kapis that the whole Gemara over here is only with Rabbonon as the Gemara differentiates between hadas and Ezreg. The primary Hano from Hadassim is the Re'ach, therefore is Chukzah la from being nana from the Re'ach, whereas the primary Hano from Ezreg is Achilo, therefore there is no Chukz la from the Re'ach. That Svar al only makes sense with the Rabbanon, according to the Kapist tomorrow, With Yeraisa, we wouldn't care what the primary Hano is or what the secondary Hanoi is, if one may not be he may not be nana. It's Muchach that the Svar is only with the Rabbanon, Therefore, the Kabbalist Maram understands that the muksa that's going on in our sugi is Isser Drab The Chom said one should not be Nene from the Dalaminim. Therefore, they said that the Iser is only from the primary Hanoh and not from a secondary Hanoh, and therefore one may actually smell the Esrig during Sukkis. However, that's from you know, the Gemara, and the Shelthanarok says one should refrain from smelling the Esrig during Sukkis, according to the Magen Aram. Dafka, when he's doing the mitzvah according to the Taz, it's smashed by even the entire day during sukkah because it's a machleikis. Whether one makes a bracha of hanaisrei after have have peris on the esrig, since it's really imid, its primary use is now to do the mitzvah. With. Therefore, it's not pasha according to some Rishonim whether we can make a bracha of ring after peris on it, as it's not imid for the reach It's imid for the mitzvah. Therefore, to avoid that Shiloh we say one should refrain from smelling it, and as we said, according to the Mogad Avram, that's only Bashas the kim of the mitzvah. Before and after, one may smell the Mekebrach, according to the Taz, even before and after the kim of the mitzvah, one should refrain from smelling the Esri. Now, getting back to the Gemara, the Lashon of the Gemara is a shel mitzvah, also the boi. The Gemara doesn't say which mitzvah. We're understanding that it means the hadas of the Dal and Minim. However, what if it's a hadas of... Noi nice Some people used to decorate the Sokka by hanging up Hadassim. The question is, is one mutter to be enandered from the Hodos by smelling it, even though he set it aside, to be Noi nice Sokka? Normally, nice Noi According to some Rishayim, the Halacha of Hodoshel Mitzvah, osr applies to the Mitzvah of Noi nice as well, not only the Mitzvah of dal However, the Ru'ah holds that when the Gemara says Hadash mitzvah bo, it's only a hodas of dalaminim a hadas of nai there is no esser to smell the reason is that by the Hadas of dalaminim you need the actual hadas. if it's not a hadas, you're not yaitze so therefore he's being makta the ikr is the primary use of that hadas, and therefore he cannot smell it whereas by this sukkah by nai sukkah he doesn't need the hadas per se it's not the actual hadas that he needs. It's something that's pretty, that's going to decorate the sukkah. But technically, it's any piece of wood that looks nice. It's the wood chiboy. It's not the etzim min of hadas. It's the branch. Therefore, when he's maxing himself from using that branch, he's maxing himself from using the normal shimush of a wooden branch, which is for Havara to burn it or to use it for a cle, So he has to leave it there, but from smelling that function of the hadas is not an integral part of what he's using it as the Naisukkah. Therefore there is no iser from smelling a Hadas that was put up as Naisukh according to the Ra'a. Well the Gemara says Hadash al Mitzvah means only of the Minim, not of Naisuka. Now getting back to the Gemara, the Gemara says that Rabbah said Another memory: a Hados if a Hados is connected to the ground, he may smell it. An If an estric is connected to the tree, one may not smell it. My time, what's the difference? A Hados, which is primarily for smelling, if your are the person to smell one is connected. There's no reason for him to cut it off. He's fine. He had his Hanoa but it's still Mechuber, an estrog, since the primary Hanoa is to eat it, If we say that he's allowed to smell it on the tree, what's going to happen is, he may come to cut it off in order to eat it. Now Rashi points out that when the Gemara says that Esreg is meant to be eaten, so therefore if we allow him to smell it, he may forget and take it off to eat it. And Rashi says afterwards, Even if he eats it when it's still connected, he won't pull it off. He it when it's still connected, there's no bigger way of being toilish than by actually biting it off the tree. It would seem from Rashi's lashon that there's a regular mlocha of toilish by biting a fruit off the tree. However, if one takes a look in the Sharetzim, in Shinam Shinnah Medvov Sivkat Nyur, he brings many that say that Rashi's lashon is labdafka. Of course it's not a dioriza to bite a esrog off a tree, that's not the derech to do it. As a tesefta and msech the Shabbos, clearly, tlisha b'peh is not going to be considered a mloch However, Rashi meant to say that if he's tlisha b'peh, it's still going to be the and therefore the Chalma said, stay away and don't smell it, because you might come to pluck it off with your hand, or even if you do with your mouth, that also will be still asr and Shabbos, even though it's not going to be a mloch Now, on this Gemara, there is a very, you say this to a, The Balamor asks the Gemara here says that one may in fact smell a hadas that's connected to the ground, because if he's allowed to smell, there's always reason for him to cut it. He'll be nana while still connected. So therefore, the Chum didn't ask for smelling it when it's connected. The Balamor asks: There's a Gemara in Ervin that says that a guy cut off Nasim from the ground on Shabbos and brought it to a Jew in order to make a chupa with it. The Gemara there says that it Would be mutter to smell it only on Mati Shabbos after Kadesh Yasa. Before that, it's also for the Jew to be Nene from the Malacha that the guy did for him. That's the Goran Erevin. Men. Ask the Balamor, according to Rabbi Tam that holds, the whole aloha that a Jew may not be Nene from a Malacha of a guy on Shabbos if it was done for him is only if the Jew couldn't have been Nene without the Malacha. But if the Jew could have gotten the same Hanah without the the guy did for him. For instance, I saw if a guy brought a food to a Jew through Rosh Hashanah, there's no ister for the Jew to be nene from eating that food, because technically the Jew could have himself gone across the street where it was originally and eaten it there. So since the guy did not create this new Hanah, therefore the Jew may be nene and he doesn't have to wait till Matzi Shabbos. The Gemara in Erevan Lachair is a stira to this clown, to this Yesaid that Rabbein Tam says. That we just mentioned that if one can be nana from it without the guy's malacha, he may use it on Shabbos, even if the guy did a malacha with it. If that's the case, why did the Gemara say in Masechus Erevin that they had to wait till Matzah Shabbos to be nana from the smelling of the Hadassim? Our Gemara says you can smell Hadassim even if they're mechuber on Shabbos. So some Rashanim Taka argue on Rabbi because of this, and they don't accept this klal, that if one could be nana theoretically Without the Mloch of the Goy, one may be net on Shabbos after the Goy did a Mloch of for him. These Rosh say the Gemara and says, not like that. However, the Ritva does bring two tirutzim in defense of Rebbeinu Utam. The Ritva first answers that the Gemara Nerebin that says that their Nalatibs smell the Hadassim that were brought them on Shabbos by Goyim, even though technically they could be netted from smelling Hadassim that are Machumber to the karaka. The Ritva says that the Gemara over there is talking about that they brought from out of the tchum. If it's from out of the tchum, the Jew could not have been nene from the and therefore the guy created the opportunity to be nene from it on Shabbos, and therefore it's Oser, Shabbos, Afterwards, the Ritva offers a different territory. The Ritva says that there's a difference why the guy did this malacha for the Jew. If the guy did the malacha for the Jew, for the Jew to do something that's mutter, let's say the guy carried something through the Shosarabim for the Jew to eat, since it's mutter for a Jew to eat where he is, we're not chashish that the Jew's going to tell him to bring it over Shosarabim, because if the Jew wanted to, he could really go by himself to the other side of the Shosarabim and eat it himself. So therefore they didn't ask her in such a case. In the case of Erevin, since the primary purpose of the guy cutting the Hadasim was to make a chupa. They needed it to build to put onto the hope, but there they had to cut it there's no way they could be nene from those hadassim if they were connected to the ground since the primary purpose of the guy cutting it and bringing it to the jew was for something that's oser mameyla even the secondary hano of reach is going to be Osir to be is where cheshush, the jew is going to ask the guy to do melacha for him true the hano of reach is not something a jew will ask him to do melacha for but since the primary purpose of cutting these Hadassim was for something that's awesome, and maybe even the secondary side HaNoah of Reach is going to be awesome Now getting back to the Gemara, rabba rabba said, lulubi min, the Amarab said, the lulubi is in the right hand of the B'smar, the Esreg goes in the left hand. Why? The Gemara says that lulubi is three mitzvahs, lulubi Arav is an and the Esreg is one mitzvah, that's why the thing that's more Choshev goes into the right hand. Now pashtus. This halacha is not going to be ma'akiv. It's the mitzvah le to do the more chashuv thing in the right hand and the last chashuv thing to be placed in the left hand. But that le shouldn't be ma'akiv the mitzvah. And that's halacha according to most poskim. It's only the le However, the Mogad Avrom brings from Rabbeinu Chanano. It's mochach, the way Rabbeinu Chanano learned the Gemara in the Menbeza Miralev. When the Gemara says k'sha'afachai, that a person is not yotze if he did it, but the Gemara says over there upside down. That's the pashtas. Rabinu Chanano learns over there. Ksha means he put the lulav in. The left hand and the estrog in the right hand. According to Rabbi Nachman, it comes out from Akamara that if somebody took the lulav in the left hand and the estrog in the right hand, he's not going to be etz It's a plea. The Taz the It seems from the remote smashman that he understands also that if somebody takes the lulav in his left hand, he's not going to be and The Taz asked, how is that possible? It's only in the l'katchilas, the chashivas of the mitzvah. We tell you to put the thing that's more chashem in the right hand, but that can't be Ma'akiv of the mitzvah l'chayre. Now. The Mogan Ram is a really a different understanding of the Gemara. Magen ask the Mogan of Ram asks the why does the Gemara say the reason you have to put the Lulu in the right hand, because it has three mitzvahs and that's where only one. The Mogan Ram says, of course you make the luluv be in the right hand. That's the, what you make the bracha on. There's a general rule, whatever you make a bracha on, you hold that in your right hand. As the of the bracha, so for shleitzach, you're going to have to keep the luluv in your right hand as that's what your mevarechal, an lulav. So the Mugen Ram says, the Gemara's understanding is different. The Gemara instead of this push, you take the lulav in the right hand. Because, as we said, as we make the brachan, the question is, why do we take the esrug in the left hand? Why don't we take the esrug together with the right hand? If it fits in, so put both the lulav and the esrug in the right hand. To that, the Gemara answers, lulav is three mitzvahs, and esrug is one. What does that mean when the... And the Passock says, Lokachem Lechem preates Hadar, Kapus Tmarim, Vanef, it's always Nochal. The Passock really makes a division between the Eserig and the Luluv, and there's no division between the Luluv, hadas and Arov. The Torah says, Preates Hadar, you take an Eserig. Then it says, Kapus Tmarim, it doesn't say with Avav. It doesn't say preates Hadar, vi Kapus It says, You take Lokachem Lechem preates Hadar, an Eserig, stop, Kapus Tmarim, a Luluv, Vanef, it's always, with The Torah says, You take also hadasim." Varve and also you take Aravis. So there's a Vav that connects the Haddas to the Luluv, and there's a Vav that connects the Arava to the Haddas and the Luluv. There is no Vav that connects the Luluv to the Esri that says before that. Therefore, the Gemara explains the way the Mongol understand is understanding the Gemara, that you have to take them in separate hands, because that's really what the Pasuk is saying. You take Kapis Tamarim, Vanaphet Oves, Varve together. Those are three mitzvahs that are to be done together and as we said they're going to have to be in the right hand obviously and then the Torah says also you take a pre-etzadr separately the Gemara understands that it has to be in the left hand because the Torah told you to divide the lekicha of the lulav hadas men from the lekicha of the esrog. so the Gemara says why do you take the esrog in the left hand it's not why do you take the esrog in the left hand put it in the right and the lulav in the left of course the Gemara understood that you put the lulav in the right hand the question is put the esrog together with the lulav in the right hand. To which the like, Gemara answered, no, The there is said three mitzvahs and one mitzvah, each separately, and therefore, you take the esrog in the left hand. Now, the way the mogin amron is explaining this Gemara, it comes out, of, like, it might be, it Arise, even, to have the lulav, chodos, and arava together in one hand, and the Esreg in another. Technically, you would say that, if you hold lulav and again, eged, so then with your isa besides with the any of the Hidra Mitzvah, take the Lulu of let's say in the left hand, and the Esrag Hadras and arabis in the right hand. The way the Magadram is explaining the Gemara here, the Torah is telling us that you have to take the Lulu of Hadras and arabis together in one hand, and the Esreg in another. Now to say that the right and left is going to be the that already is a Khidris Rabbi Nachanon says which the Taz understands is a tremendous Chiddush. But the Etzim Din, that the Lulu of Hadassim and Arobas have to be one hand and the in another, that, according to Mogad and Ramah, is on the Possek, based on our Gemara. Now, the way the Mogad and understands our Gemara, Gemara is really telling us how to do the mitzvah. It's not just saying in Indian, the Katkhila, how the Gabra should be kind of the mitzvah. Now, the Gemara is telling us the Tzura of the Asiyasa mitzvah, how the mitzvah should be done. Of course, the Indian of the right hand holding the lulav and the left hand holding the Esrig, that Luchair is did on the Gavra, the Pashtus. It's a that the person has to be machabid ma- machshev, the three mitzvah over the one mitzvah. But the Gemara is telling us that tzur of the mitzvah is that it has to be done in two separate hands. That's what the Torah says. A person shall hold the lulav with the that's and the rabbis in one hand and the Esrig in a different hand. Grada, the right hand is more chashiv and therefore. The lulav, which has two other mitzvahs accompanying it, should be on the right hand. It could be that Rabbi Nachman understands our Gemara that the Gemara is really telling us that the tzura, the way the mitzvah is to be done, and it's not a like gaver dekatan. It's the way the taira, or in this case the chachamim, demanded the tzura of the mitzvah to be done is that the right hand holds the lulav together with Hadassah and the roves, and the left hand holds the esrig, as the esrig is one mitzvah, and the lulav is really three mitzvahs. The Qubb understands that the takana of carrying it in the right hand, because it's three mitzvahs, is really the surah of how the mitzvah is to be done. It's not a in because it's more chashuv doing it with your right hand. Since it's more chashuv, the lulav because it has two other mitzvahs. when the Torah said and it has to be in separate hands. The Torah said in such a tzura, in such an oifin, that the lulav which has two other mitzvahs, the arve nachal obviously the Torah meant that to be in the right hand. The svar of the right hand is taka. The kisvar. We know everything that's more Choshev goes into the right, but the Torah didn't say anything about it. Bipashas. The Torah didn't say, take the luluv in the right hand and the S-ring in the left hand. However, the way the Morgan of was learning that's Teich and the Pasuk, that the Torah said, split it in two separate hands, then already it's not so vayt, it's not such a stretch to say, according to Rabbi Nechanan that when the Torah said, take it in two separate hands, obviously the Torah meant that the more Chosh of a group, the luluv, which has two other mitzvahs together with it, should be placed in the right hand. Now there's really another machoikis Rishainim, whether somebody is a lefty. Do they take the lulav in the left hand? Because really, kalapi them, it's their right hand, that's their stronger hand. Or do we say no, that they go bust the rave of the world, just like rave of the world takes the lulav in the right hand, and that's in the left hand. Likewise, the lefty is going to do the same. Now, if it's a gabri de we want to be machshev, the Lulov, and therefore we put it in the more a hand. By this person, it's going to be only proper to put it in their left hand because that's the stronger hand. That's what's more of However, if it's a din in the maysa mitzvah, that's the touch on the pasuk that preates hadar goes in one hand and the kapiswar and it's always go on a separate hand. And it's a svar that the Torah said that the Torah of the maysa mitzvah is that the right hand should hold the three and the left hand should hold the one. If that's the way the pasuk was talking, Melo, it's more mustabar to say that we're not going to go buster each individual. person, rather, will tight up the halacha to fit what the Torah was talking about. The Torah was speaking about rave people. And Melo, the lefty, will take the lulav and asterisk the same way everybody else does. Because the din of the lulav in the right hand, the asterisk in the left hand is not measured by this gavra It's not a get digadin, rather, that's the way the Torah is said to do the act of the telos lulav. But again, that's a tremendous khidr. So the pasta is only a gambler to get Even As the Taz says, it's only an like chila to machshev a mitzvah by doing it with the right hand. Of course, it's not ma'akev al-khalpanam in the pashta understanding of our Gemara. Now let's go further to the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Fehechen hayu Where do they do ninoim? As the Gemara explains, we know there's a din of ninoim from the Mishnah that says that the shear is one needs a fourth tafach on the little to be able to minanea, so you know there is a dechir to do ninuim, the question is, where did they do ninua? So the Mishnah says that by the words, Haidul Hashem Kitoiv, in Hal, and by On Hashem Mishina, according to Hashem, even by On Hashem Now, Tesis and many other the Rishanin L'chaim from our Mishnah, that the only time you do ninuim is by Hal, the mission doesn't say, when you make the bracha and luluv, and then afterwards by Hal. The mission says, the Ninua is only by Hal. However, Tosis over here, and the Ran, other Shinim bring several raius, that the Ninuim were done, not only by Hal, but also when he picks it up, and does the mitzvah, the raius of Lekach, does the mitzvah, I'm taking the luluv. they did Ninuim at that point also, by the bracha and the luluv, Afterwards, by hal, there's a second set of ninuim, as the Mishnah explains. There's a Raya from the Gemara and Bruchas that says that he got up early to go on the road. He takes his Shafer and he blows nanea. He takes his lulav and he shakes. And afterwards, he'll when it's the time to you see that the brisa says that he takes the lulav and he shakes it. The brisa doesn't say that he's davening he hal. He doesn't say that he's lulav. So it's so smash mothers even without hal. Also, Texas brings Arayah from the Gemara at the end of the parak. It says a cotton that knows how to be minanea, could shake of his chayv lulav even though it doesn't say that he knows how to say hal. So you see, there's a chiyum ninuah, even without saying hal. More than that, the Rambam actually says the ikur Ninuum are the nenuim make b'shas the bracha. The Ninuum you make b'shas, b'shas halil are a secondary ninuum. Actually, the Ram brings another Raya that the Nenuim were done, also not just by Halal, as the Gemara later on says in the top of Lama Chesu that Rebach would do the Nenuim and say, This is a arrow in the eye of the Sultan. If he was in the middle of the halal, he wouldn't be able to say that, obviously. He can't be in the middle of the halal. Therefore, the Ram proves that the Nenuim were done the Shasta Bracha also, as there's no Esfati Masik at that point. Taisus doesn't go as far as Iran to say that's the Ikar but Taisus eventually is Masik that there is a Chiyav also. But he doesn't say that's the Ikar. The Ran says that's the Ikar Shasta Bracha, Ninuim by Hal, are secondary to Now it would be possible to say, according to the Ran, and according to Taisus, that there's really two reasons to Menaneah. There's the reasons that Agamor says over here, that Malu Umayrid, Malach to stop Ruches and to stop Plolim or to show that he's Malu Umayrid, the to show that the Ravenshim was the king of the Shemaim and the Oretz, and to show that he rules over the Baruch Ruches The Gemara then brings up Acha Yaakov, has Gira him the Sitna. Those are the reasons the Gemara gives for Ninuim. This however, on the Mishnah, brings the Pasek in the very Ayamin, that we all know. And afterwards, as it says, And it says afterwards, So, we're Meranin, by Halal, with the Atzei Yor, with the Lulav, and the Dalad Minim, As the Pasek says afterwards, The Pasek says, and the pasuk afterwards says, "Vimroishenu lekayishenu." So when we say Anashamay Shino, that's where Menanea, the Rosh brings the medrash on this pasuk. It's really a bit more than what Tisha says. The medrash says on the pasuk of "Azarnei tzayar mofnei Hashem," that when we're leaving the time of mishpat, that Rabbenu Shlomo judged us in the entire world. So the Ramban told us to take a lulav to show that we are yitzakib B'din, We were zeicha and din rishoniyam kipper. And when do we do the nenuim? When are we? So when are we happy with these a tzai or and by Hal when we say Ha-Tzai Shalom and when we say On Now, technically, we could say that the reason we do ninuim by the Bracha, as Taisis, and the Ran, and the Rosh say, that's to be Mekayim, the and the Gemara says. Lots are Roim, and Ruch rois and to show Lemisha Sheh HaShamayi Ve'orot and Lumi baruch and to do a gear the sitna as Racham Yaakov understood, when we're it's a different Indian, it's the Indian of Osiron Ezei it's part of the Simchav saying the halal to show Lumi zaka HaBadin, part of the Heido, whatever it is, the Medrashav Adir, that the Rosh brings, doesn't say anything about so it could be the two different Ninum that we do, the ninuim by the brachas and the ninum by the halar, two different yinyanim. One is a din in the haido that we're made, uh, that we're yei tzezaka that the Pesach tells us, and the reason we're made by the brachas is for the ninum that the Gemara over here says. So it's a it's a Shti because the Gemara over here says it on the Mishnah that says And the Mishnah doesn't say a word about the Ninuim by the Bracha. The Mishnah is talking about the Ninuim by halal, and the Gemara says it over here. It would seem to be matched from the placement where the Gemara said it that it's not two separate entities. The Nenuim, Latzeruch Lesroi, Shtolim Roim is going on the Ninuim of halal as well. But if somebody is willing to accept that, the Chay that will explain the two and of Ninuim by the Bracha and by Halal. Taisus and that Zion would is mashma, that there are no Ninuim by the Bracha, only by Halal. And that really works together with the mashmos of our sugi as well. The mission doesn't say a word about Ninuim by the Bracha, but as we mentioned, the consensus between Taisus, the Ran, and the Rosh, Taisus over here, that is, is that we do ninuim, both by the bracha and by hallow. Um, Rabbi Paz of Frank from the Kray Kurdish explains Machleikas of ben based on this Machleikas in the Roshayim. There's Machleikas of ben went to make the bracha on the lulav and to shake it. Some take the lulav in the morning, according to that Rizal, they take it to the sukkah and they make the bracha on the lulav, they shake the lulav before they damage and even. Some only take the Lulu and make the brachanet immediately before hal, and they do ninuim, and they say the on hal, and say hal. Now, see, Pesach wants to say, it's totally in the machlokes we just mentioned, if the ikr ninuim are bishas halel, then one should not make the bracha and the natila, and then do the mitzvah of ninuim later on. He's making the bracha on part of the mitzvah and he's going to be mafsik with the entire shachars, and he won't be making the mitzvah of ninuim until later on during hal. Therefore, if you learn the ichor is the ninuim by hal, then one should definitely make the bracha Lulu right before hal, and not be Mafsik and say hal, and do the ninuim then without making any hafzik between the bracha and the ninuim part of the mitzvah. However, if the ichor is the ninuim one makes to shasta bracha, there is a chiv ninoim bracha, and that's the Iker set of Nenuim, or at least one of the Iker sets of Nenuim. the person can make the bracha and shake it before davening. He's been kind of the mitzvah ninoim together when he's making the bracha on the Iker mitzvah. I could say a little deeper than that. If the Iker ninoim is by the bracha, Mele, we could understand that Inuim by Halal are not Inuim of the Rabbundik on the Mitzvah of Al-Khach The Ennuim in, in Halal is another din. It's a din of Shvach and with the Lulav. It's a chelik of saying the Halal. Normally, we're running with our mouths. By Halal on Sukkot, there's an Indian to be Meshabeyach, as you run when it's saying, the with the Lulav as well the Gemara itself in Daf Kefiyot Zayin. After Yisrael shach to his pesach and v'natto to It's possible that the eden should shake their pesach and not say halal. It's possible that the eden should shake the lulav and not say shira. You see that there's a connection between the din shira and the nitiyah of the lulav. It's not exactly what we're saying because we're saying that the nitiyah of the lulav is a chelik of the shira. The other Gemara is mashma that. In the Tilas Lulav itself requires a Shira. But Al we see the idea is that there is a Musag of Shira in connection with the Lulav. It could be that the taking the Lulav requires Shira, but the taking the Lulav, the Ninuim, by Halal, is a chalak of the Shira itself. Therefore, there's no problem being Masak between the Brachal and Tilas Lulav and the Ninuim by Halal. The Ninuim by Hal or Halal And actually, with this idea of the Ninuim by Hal being a din the Hal, a din we could explain. The Mechleik is in Iran. how we do the Ninuim by haidu nowadays. The Minig is nowadays that the chasan says, Yemona Yisrael, Kilo Elam and the Tzibar answers, Hoidu Lashem kitayim, and then they say, the next Pesach, Yemona Beisaharen, and then the Chazan says, Yemona Beisaharen, and the Tzibar answers, Haidul Lashem, and they say, Yemona Yirei Hashem. What is the tzur of Ninuim in that situation? the is talking about where they said Lashem, Kitev, Kitev. they didn't know him and that was the last time they said until the end of Hal but nowadays the minig is to say it each time after the Chasm says yayim arna, yayim arna. so Taisa says that of course when the call says Lashem, each time they have to even though it's only a Menech when he says when he says Taisha has a tzad to say they don't have to be menanea all, the Baal because they're not saying Haidul hey, Hashem. And afterwards, Taisha has a tzad to say, he brings the Yashmapharshim, that the Shlechtzib was I gave the Tzibur. Just like the Tzibur says Haidul hey, Hashem kitae when the shake, the Chazan was calling to them to say Haidul hey, Hashem also does the nuah when he says Yaymarna yeah, or Yaymarna. Yeah, the Ran says not only does the Baal not be menanea when he says Yaymarna yeah, or Yaymarna, yeah, even the tzibur when they say also doesn't do ninuim because the only reason they're saying is to be yotzei with the chazan with the chazan they're answering Rashi prakim as the Gemara explains in Daflam at so they want to be yotzei with the chazan zaymer so they say but there's no real part of hal to say Kittuiv, Kittuiv, at that point and therefore. It doesn't require any newim. Mean, Kolshke and the Balfil himself doesn't need to be mananay, because he's not saying how That could be the Ran and Taisus are arguing in the Nakuda we were discussing before. According to the Ran, we can explain that the chiyuv ninoim by hal is a de edin. Whatever you have to say by halal, how I do you do? Those pesukim are to be menaneh—that's what we dash him in the pasuk of Azur and I say are. Therefore, when a person says "Haydul Hashem Kitav Kilo Yom Chastoi," not alts part of hal. It's just like Chetim to be yaitze the Chazan saying "Yomer Na Yisrael" or "Yomer Na BeSaharim," and is yaitze answering "Haydul Hashem Kitay." Since it's not part of the Amirah halal, it's not mechayev nenuim. Even though he's saying the words of Haydo. However, if we say that the Indian of ninuim is a way of shvach, it's a way of being miraning. It's not part of the halbetsim. It's a way of being miraning with the luluk. And the pasuk tells us when you miraning, whenever you say or whenever you ask the Rebbeinu Shlaim for anashamayshiyana, so then I don't care whether there somebody is to the kriya of hal. Part of being Maida is together with the rinun. Of the Luluf. The Haidah on Sukkis by hal, is together with the Luluf. So it doesn't matter whether it's an actual Chiyuv midinea Halal. It's a way of being Meshabech. Being on Sukkis, being to the Revanish Lalim, means saying the word of Haidul Hashem and shaking the Luluf simultaneously. Mela, even if it's not a Chiyuv part of hal, it's not anything more than saying something. To be Yitzhak with the Chazen's Yemeni Yisrael, since he's being Maida with the words of Haidul Hashem, he shakes the Lulav as well, and that goof is going to Machay, the Shliach Tzibor, to shake his Lulav as well when he says Yemeni Yisrael, up to the tzibor. When he says Yemeni Yisrael is causing Haidar, Mela, any posik of hayda, that's Haidul Hashem or that causes the Tzibor say Haidul Hashem that itself is Machaev, a Ninua. Can't say Machaev because it's not really Machaev to say it at all. They could say so by themselves. But if they're going to be Maida, so together with the Tsibor, he's being Maida with the Lulav as well. Now, getting back to the Ikgur din of Ninuim, we really have to understand what are Ninuim. The Gemara doesn't tell us about shaking the Lulav so much. The Gemara tells us Mailahu maybe. He brings it forward and brings it back. And Malu he picks it up and brings it down. The Gemara doesn't say anything more than that. Now, even in the words of Melch it's not it What does that mean? Poshit, the words Melch Omevi, means he brings it away from himself. And maybe he brings it back. It doesn't say to all four sides. It just means one side out and then back would be the other side. The Gemara definitely doesn't say anything about shaking anything three times. The Gemara doesn't say anything about shaking, doing kiskus, shaking the edge of the leaves. The Gemara just says you stick it out, put it back, and you bring it up and bring it down. However, the Rishalmi writes clearly that one needs to do three ninoyim for cold over whatever, for each thing. The just Chesmasupik does a hilocha of a counts to one. So you have to do like three halochas for havois. Or does the halocha act as one, hava as another, and one more halocha, and that's it. Now we'll really see there are three different and they're showing of how to understand what the Yerushalmi is saying. The Bala'itur, the Rebengayas, the Rambrings, and others understand that the halacha of Nimnuah is that one does exactly what it says in our Gemara, Melech There's absolutely no kiss you don't shake the leaves. The halacha is one has to do Malo Humevi, and the Yishalmi says it has to be done three times. What does that mean? The Yishalmi has a suffix. Does that mean that Malu is one, Halacha is number two, and Havah is number three, so in fact all he has to do is one Haloha one Haloha and one havo. as the simplest way of understanding our Gemara. Or do we say no? Do we say that Haloha v'Havah is considered one? So Mele has to be Ma'lochum Me'vi, and then malu Me'vi, and then he's Ma'lochum Me'vi again. And that's how he did his three Ninuim, it's three sets two sets of Haloha v'Avo, and one set of Haloha v'Hirodha. And in fact, the Paschal Mahakal, since our Gemara doesn't say, in the Bavli, it doesn't say anything about doing Haloha v'Avo twice, The Melo, the Paschal that one just has to do Haloha v'Hirodha, which constitutes one part of the Nuhim, the second thing is the haloha, the third thing is the havo. That's the first sheet. However, the Ran is very upset with that. The Ran asks, if that were to be the case, that one doesn't have to do any kiskos with the leaves, shake the leaves at the end, just move it back and forth, that's all one has to do, if such a case, why do we need another tefach? What's wrong with having a three tefach long luluk? And you to move it backwards and forwards and to pick it up and bring it down, you don't need an extra tefach. So the Ran brings some Rishaynim, he understands that, the Riff Paskins that the Ninua has the kiskos. That's clear the word ninua means the to shake the leaves. The halacha is that he has to do ninuim, he has to do the shaking of the leaves when he's melech and mevi and when he's mala and meir. There's halacha that he has to do also the halo, v'herodo, l'misha, shamayim, v'oritz, shaloi, or lazoi, or klalim, and he has to do as the Gemara says, l'misha ar baruch *shaloi*, and lots of when he's doing that, he has to do ninuim. The stuff of the Yerushalmi is, does he have to do three ninuim, three acts of kiskus by halacha and three acts of kiskus by hava? Or does the ninuim, the kiskus that he does, by halacha, work for the halacha and the hava? When he does it, when it's on top, by the halacha, does he have to do also another set of three sets of kiskus when he brings it down? But there's no mention of doing... Three Halacha is Fahavois and three Hairoda for And this Mahalach is the way the Rif passes. He does three Ninuim by the Halacha Vavo and three Ninuim by the Halacha hirado. And the Roshalm himself figures does he have to do one for halo, one for hirado, or does one do the trick for both? Afterwards, the Ram brings another similar Mahalach that he's Mailchu Meivi Malu Umayrit. He has to do two things. There's two separate yon. There's that he sticks it out, brings it back, picks it up and brings it down. And besides that, there's another din of ninuim. He has to do three sets of ninuim, which are little acts of moving it backwards and forwards to shake it. But that has nothing to do with mala In the self the Yerushalmi does he have to do? When a person shakes something, he moves it forward and pulls it back. So does he have to do this small motion of moving forward and pulling back, does he have to do both three times? He moves it forward, pulls it back, moves it forward, pulls it back, moves it forward, pulls it back three times, shortly and strongly to make kiskus to make the leaves shake. But that's altogether six movements, or no, he moves it forward sl- s- a small motion, but quickly to make the ninua, to make the kiskus, brings it back and moves it forward. That already constitutes three acts of ninuim, of kiskus of shaking the leaves, and therefore, one could be a, just with the, forward, back, forward, and that will be it. The Yashalmi has a suffix, the Ramban, and the Rosh, other Roshan, and Pasch, and the that, one has to do, three, full sets, according to the Raman's Mahalach, this third Mahalach, that we mentioned, he has to do, three, acts of, of Ninua, of Kiskos, back and forth, quickly, back and forth, back and forth, and, According to the middle shita, the Rifts Mahalach, he has to be malu, mayrid and do three ninuim for the haloah and three ninuim for the irado. And when it is may maybe likewise, he has to do three ninuim for the halacha and three ninuim for the havo. Now the question is, why be machmer? The whole things of the mitzvah the Rabbonon. Since when do we say so like the Rabbonon Hachmer? The Rosh answers, Mishum the mitzvah. Because of the love for the mitzvah, we pass in here la even though it's only drab And before we get to how this halacha evolves is la-maisa, uh, there's another Machalikis R'shaenim we have to mention. Some rishonim learn that the gemara says halacha b'avo, forwards and back. It doesn't say anything about going to all four directions. Therefore, some rishonim learn it's only back and forth, which really constitutes for two different Ruchais. If a person's facing Mizrach, so when he pushes it towards Mizrach, that's one way, and when he pulls it back to himself, that's Tamar. Other Other learn that one should do all four sides, just like he has to do Ma'ilochu he has to do to the Abaruchus Ha'ilom. As the Gemara says, arba Abaruchus Even though that's not what it says in the Gemara, they understand, they extrapolate from the words of the Gemara that one must do it to all four sides. And really, the Lashon of the rush over there is that the Minig is to do it to all four sides. But technically, to say that's Ikr like dinah of the Gemara, that would be very hard. Dinah de the Gemara, the Chari, a person only has to do forwards and backwards. Now, how does this translate la the way we do? The Machaber Tachapaskin is that a person does Hailacha, and by the point of Hailacha, he does three and then he does Havo, and the point of hava he does three He doesn't bring it backwards and forwards three times. He just brings it forward once, one halacha, three ninuam at the point of halacha, brings it back, does one hava, and does three ninuam. He does that for each direction. There are no three halachas of voice, there's just one halacha of and three ninuam at each point. Like we said, one by the halacha and one by the ava, and that goes the same for each direction. And for up and down also. He's mala, once, does three ninuam when it's up, and brings it down, does hairod and does three ninuam when it's down. The Ramah is Kheshish for the shita of the Balo itor that we mentioned earlier that the Nuim are the Hilochovaivo. The Nu'im itself is the Halo It's not the what we call inuim, the Nuim the Kiskus, the Shaking. Therefore the Ramah says that he has to do Hiloh Vahava three times. You need three Ninuim, and the could theoretically mean, according to Sam Rishayim, Hilohvahavo, and not what we do kiskus, not the actual shaking. Therefore the Ramah says that he does Hailach of three times, and by each Hailach of he does Kiskus. Now, technically, the Taz writes according to the Ramoth, really he could do three hilochas of and by one of the Hailachus and by one of the Havoah he has to do three Kiskus and three Ninuim. But Lemaisha Minig is basically the way we said the first Mahalach the Ramah, that's why most Acharynim go, that a person does three Hailachus and three havois, three Haloahs and three Hairodhoahs. And by each halacha and each hava, each halo and each ayrada requires a kiskos. So this way you get to all the different shitas. Now, one more point on this Amud. I'd like to mention the mission that brings the Machlak is Besham Mezhil. Beshil says we do Ninua by Haydul Hashem and by Anasham And Beshamai say that we do Ninua also by Anasham Mezhil. Nothing more brings a story that Rabbi Kiva says. Tzeifa isiburim Gamliel. was watching. I was discerning their actions, what Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Shoa were doing. Everybody was doing ninoim. The Elbona And They only did ninoim by honor Hashem And there are two ways to understand what's going on over here. The we would say that Rabbi Gamliel and like myself. And for whatever reason, the tzibur that they were together with were being menaneah by Ono HaShem HaTzlechano also. And they were only menaneah by Ono HaShem HaYishiyono. Like Basil, not like Be'esham. The only problem with that is, that when you take a look in the Bartanura, Bartanura writes on that the Mishnah says, <speaking> in Bishur, only menaneah by Ono HaShem HaYishiyono. Bartanura writes, Ve'en kach ha-locha. is not like that. I look at everybody Rebe'esil. That loch like Beis that we have to be menanei by hedyul Hashem also. Apparently, the Bal Tenura understood the Mishnah to be telling us that Rambam and Rishua held that you are not menanei by hedyul Hashem, only by ona Hashem and we don't pass like that. We pass on like Beis Hill that one must be menanei also by ona Hashem and also by hedyul Hashem kitayv tchilav now, really, if you take a look at the Texas Yom you'll see that it's totally how you're going to learn up at Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi was really dealing with this point. What do Rebbe and Meshua hold? Do they hold that one doesn't do Ninuim by Ho'ydun Hashem, Or do they hold that one does and just... they hold one doesn't do by Yon HaShem which is really sheet and Space Hill? There are two ways, really, to understand the Yerushalmi's Shail and Teretz. It could be the Yerushalmi's understanding that... Rambamim veshua hold like this. it could be they hold that one doesn't do ninoim by Lashem l'Hashem all. The Orhaner writes to explain the shitas Rambamim veshua. If we understand like the Bar that they hold one doesn't do ninoim only by Anah Hashem Echianah, not by hid l'Hashem Kitoiv. That Rambamim veshua hold like shitas Rav Chama Bar Ukkva that the name of Rav Yisrael that. The reason we do Nenuim... Mail Khumavy Kilatsu Ruchhis and Malum Mayu Kilatsu Tlum Roy. So when a person says He's asking that the revenge should make sure that the winds and the dew should not be mazik the crops. That's what the person is asking that Hashem should save us. The reason we would say that one has to do Nenuim by Hurdlashem Kitoev that the suggests is because Bezil holds the other reason also that Rebegin holds. That Ma'il Chomevi Lemisha Arbarucha Shalai, it's sort of a Heidah, it's thanking the Rabbi Nishleilim mm-hmm. who owns the world, and Ma'il Umar Lemisha Shema'im A'aret that would correspond more to doing Ninuim by Haidu Lashem Kitab Kilayim Chasnai. Rabbi Kiva was made. The Rebbe hold one does only by Anashem on because they only held with the reason of where it's part of the bakasha, part of the request from the Rabbi that the winds and the dew should be beneficial for the crops and not do any damage, which corresponds only to Anashem on Haishiona. Now there's another question that I heard asked by Rabbi Moshe in the name of Rebbe Shulayb actually. How could Remengam Lila and Rishua do differently than the rest of the Tzibur? The rest of the Tzibur were menaneah by Ana Hashem, HaTzlichanah, and Remengam Lila and Rishua wouldn't do that. Why isn't that a problem of Laisos Kedidu? So Rishua Leib answers. he's has from the Lashon of the Mishnah. Omer B'Kivah Tseifah, he He was paying attention. He was looking well. It wasn't the time that he saw. He was noticing that when the Tzibur was being menaneah by Ana Hashem HaTzlichanah, Rabbi Shua pretended they were being Menanea with the seaboard, but they were really doing their Ninuim from On Hashem Aishiyon. Everybody thought that they were being Menanea together with them by On Hashem Aslichana, but really what they were doing is they were schlepping out their original Ninuim from On Hashem, that's of the Mishnah. Saifa, he was paying very good attention, I was watching and discerning their actions. The rest of the Tzibur thought that they were being menanei also by But really all they were doing is they were continuing their Ninuim from They were taking a long time, and therefore people didn't notice they were doing differently, and that's why there was no voice of However, the Arachashokhan in Semitophrashun Aleph, Siphchaf Beis has a different mahalach in explaining this, the reason there was no less this guy to do, the Rocha Shulchan writes, since it's not a real choiv, it's not an Iker Mitzvah, it's shari Mitzvah, as the Gemara calls it, he can do as he'd like to, as he sees fit, and that's why if somebody's in a Seferi Shul, we mentioned before, a mahalik is the Mechammer, they don't how to do it, so if an Ashkenazi finds himself in a Seferi Shul, or a Seferi finds himself in an Ashkenazi Shul, there's no halachic reason that he can't do his own menegov ninuim there's no problem of it's to do because it's not ikra mitzvah it's an extra part of the mitzvah and therefore there's no Israel voice to do and that's why Rabbi Gamliel Rabbi Yeshua, were able to do as they saw fit even though it wasn't as the rest of the shiva was doing